What's up, guys, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 3 of Hicks and Game Central Podcast. This week, we'll be talking about virtual reality, and we will also be starting a mini-series that will go on for a couple weeks, and there is not a guest once again. So, to talk about virtual reality, one of the most well-known and most talked-about things is uh, Google Glass, because it's it projects images in front of your eyes, which is pretty cool. Um, I'm not sure if it's out to the market yet. Um, but that was really cool when it came out. So Microsoft decided to um, compete with that by making the HoloLens. Now the HoloLens, instead of projecting images in front of your eyes, projects holograms on like walls and floor. So you could be playing Minecraft on your floor because it projects a 3D image of the world. Or you could project a TV playing Netflix on your uh, wall without even having a TV. Which is pretty cool. Um, that's not out to the market yet. And But to talk about uh, gaming virtual reality, one of the most known companies is Oculus Rift. Priced at eight, or $900. Um, it projects... Or there's two screens in front of your eyes. And what you put this little thing... It looks like a webcam on your monitor. And it tracks your head movement. So you could be playing a video, any game or a simulator or whatever, and if you move your head, your character moves his head, giving you the optical illusion that you're actually in the game, oh, which is pretty cool. Um, but then there's another company. I don't know what they're called. I saw an ad for it on YouTube. And instead of just tracking your head movement, there are sensors inside of the right by the screens that track your pupil movement. So your head could stay still, and your pupils could move off to the right, and the screen would move, which promote or prevents uh, motion sickness for those who get motion sick. And it's just it creates a more realistic feel to the game. Um, not not all games allow this, but some games do. And the games that do typically aren't like the greatest. So like, it's not like you could just go on and play one of the newest games that's got really good graphics. There are set games designed for it. Um, so, yeah, to talk about the new mini-series I'm doing, I'm going to start uh, giving you reviews every week on a game. You can uh, give me suggestions, and I'll just give you my honest opinion on the game. Um, so, to start off with something familiar... Um, I'm going to talk about Terraria. Now, Terraria, for those of you who don't know, is the game I've been playing recently. Um, I'll give you the description from the Gamepedia page. It says, Terraria is a land of adventure, a land of mystery, a land that's yours to shape, defend, and enjoy. Your options in Terraria are limitless. Are you an action gamer with an itchy trigger finger, a master builder, a collector, an explorer? There's something for everyone. Start by building basic shelter, then dig for ore and other resources. Discover and craft up to 300 weapons of magic, ranged, and melee varieties, as well as armor, and use them to battle hundreds of different enemies. Soon you'll be head-to-head with a dozen enormous bosses, going fishing, riding a mount, finding floating islands, building houses for helpful NPCs, and much, much more. Now, the game is really extensive. Uh, for those of you who don't know, um, it's like Minecraft. It's 2D, and instead of having two bosses, it's got, like, 40 bosses. 
and just the items in the game are there's so many items that I reference this Gamepedia page way more than I do in other games because there's just stuff you find that you have no idea what they are or stuff you can achieve that you have had no idea in the past um so just to give you a basic idea there are npcs or merchants that you can buy stuff from um there's also uh bosses that you can spawn and they also randomly spawn so when you start your world you can start it in either normal or expert mode um which are the two main difficulties um and so, in expert mode, you get better drops from bosses and stuff. And so, some people go with that. But for your first world, I suggest normal. But then, once you're in the game, you start out in pre-hard mode. And so, there is this midway boss called the Wall of Flesh, or the Waff, that you can fight to turn it to hard mode. Now, once it's hard mode, stuff starts happening that has never happened before. So, there are these little sections in your world called the Crimson, or you can get the blue version of the Crimson, which I can't remember the name of right now. And so, once you turn into hard mode, instead of them staying where they are in the world, they start to spread. So, to defend against this spreading, um, you have to go to one of the merchants uh, called a Druid, and you have to buy items to try to defend from the Crimson. Now, the Crimson brings whole new bosses and enemies into the game. Um, and so, it's really cool once you turn it to hard mode. Because not only do you get more enemies, harder enemies, but you start to have to think of strategic plans to get rid of the Crimson. Um, now, when you're digging down, there are layers. Um, I'm not sure of the names. I know there's an underworld. That's where you spawn the Wall of Flesh. And that's a bottom layer uh, with all the lava. Um, but there's, I mean, there's just so much, so many things. I'll read you some of the biomes. Uh, forest, snow, underground snow, underground layer, cavern layer, the corruption. The corruption is the blue version of the crimson. Uh, the crimson, meteorite, deserts, underground deserts, oceans, floating islands, jungle, underground jungle, beehive, dungeon, the underworld, the hollow, and jungle temple. Um, I'm not going to talk too much more about this. Uh, just in case you guys want to actually play the game. Um, so yeah, that's going to be all for this week. Uh, tune in next week for hopefully a guest and another topic as well as another game review. Uh, that's, thank you, signing off.